Good night, beloved. Good night. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell your brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God. I pray you have the most blessed day today. Today is December 10th, 2022. Yes. I'm lifting up my whole household. I am lifting up your whole household beloved and you i'm lifting us in the name of jesus and i'm lifting the kingdom family <laughs> worldwide the martyr saints persecuted saints those shutting down those taken by men stealers those feeling weak weary withered and even worn out in the name of jesus praying for them praying for their families worldwide in the name of jesus and praying for children worldwide yes and praying for the children the children of christ the body in all our wounds and emotions and heart strings yes heart strings but god but god he sent his word to heal us and deliver us from all our destruction we gotta want it we got to want it, and we need to seek wisdom when we don't even know we don't want it. Yeah, with understanding. So, Father, I come to you right now. Lord, making us a right spirit, renew in a clean heart, pure heart, Lord God. A pure heart, swept and garnished, but filled but filled. So everything that you remove, nothing can return. Everything that you move out, nothing can return in Jesus' name. But then you fill with your word, your Holy Spirit, your joy, your peace, your love, love out of all in the name of Jesus. Long suffering with one another through this journey. Have mercy gentleness and goodness and faith lord faith that move mountains now faith where the substance produce evidence thank you lord in the name of jesus thank you lord i thank you so much i thank you for your strength i thank you for your kindness i thank you for your lessons throughout this journey Lord God, and I pray that we are continuously preparing our hearts and our minds to not hearten when we hear your voice and your instructions in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that we're not just talking with our mouths, but that we have actually given you a heart that you've given to us. So there is a newness, a change Lord God, our hearts is purified and renewed in Christ. Lord God, that we have a renewed mind in Christ, that our hands are clean. Our hands are clean, Lord God, and our feet have been washed by you. And we are new creations, new creations, Lord God. And that there's proof, there's a trail of proof all around us and behind us so the great cloud of witnesses is witnessing your greatness and your glory and your truth in our life. I pray this with my, my heart, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray you bind up everything 
every stormy spirit, every tempted spirit, every warring spirit, the Philistines, Lord God, everyone that, everything that battles and everyone with the spirit that battles against the kingdom of God. Lord, let a heart be changed tonight. Let a mind be renewed. Let an open vision in the name of Jesus. And I thank you in Jesus' name. So good evening, beloved. Praying all is well with you. Thank you, Lord, for the prayer in the name of Jesus. So what I came to talk about is praying. Praying. Okay, I talk about praying was prepared. I got that early today. But I, I, I worked out today. So after I worked out, I was whipped. Yeah, and I just, yeah. But praying what's prepared. Well, this has changed my life. Like, this has changed my life. This has changed my prayer life, but my life. Because um, when God gave me this revelation, praying what's prepared. I was listening to a speak life. And I, I, I say this thing, but it hadn't taken root in my heart. So when we're praying what's prepared, that prayer and that fulfillment, that evidence has provision. There's always, there's already a provision. God already knows what's going to come through that establishment. So I was listening to speak like uh, walk ministry. And I was like, wait a minute. Praying what's prepared. So it just changes for me. And I pray for somebody for the one. Um, it changes how I pray. Not just God said he knows what we have need of before we even ask, right? So it's like, am I asking for what he's already prepared for me? So my now faith can be so strong on that thing that there's evidence because it produces. I, I got some fresh vegetables for my garden today. And that garden taught me so much. The garden taught me much. But what I was thinking about coming on here was every part of our journey, when we're walking in alignment with the Lord, even when we're not yet, it's already prepared. So from birth, those years are already prepared. Teenage years are already prepared. Our birth is prepared. Our death is prepared. Those that come in and out of our lives is already prepared. But when we're walking in Christ, there's a difference in the preparation because there is a provision. With, just like there's provisions, there's a pro before vision that God has for that. So... I was in, I was thinking about the garden and I'm in a season where 
It's like in the garden, God is uprooting. He's uprooting. He's uprooting, uprooting things that may not need to be in the garden, may not need to be in that garden bed, may need to be set someplace else. So it's just a lot of uprooting. And when you take something by the root, you're actually killing it, right? If you just pull it out, it may not die because something still may be able to be produced from those roots. But when you pull something out by the root, you're saying you're not returning. When you wither the fig tree, it dies, right? So this has been a year of uprooting. And and it's like you go through a shock, even though he prepares you. Okay, this is what's going to happen. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But if it don't take root, we're saying, yeah, 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 yeah. And then when that thing happens, like, oh, what's going on? What happened? Well, at least that's for me. Because like I said, I catch on slow with God. Okay. So it's like in a garden, you can plant so many different things at the same time. That doesn't mean they're all going to grow the same because they're not. Some may come up quickly and you can harvest that differently. Some just taking this time. It don't seem like it's going to some. It don't even seem like the seed is actually there. But it is so such is life. He has prepared um, according to his divine power, God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Really listen to that with childlike ears. Me too, Lord. Give me childlike ears to hear it. So, according as Okay, so if you go before that, it says Simon Peter, a servant. I'm in Second Peter, Second Peter one and one. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, the Lord, right? The Word of God to them that have obtained. You have it. Have obtained. Like precious faith, okay, with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, so when you're in the garden, the seed, okay, the seed. So this is what I was thinking about before I came on here. When you're going into something, you prepare. God has prepared this thing. Like down to, he knows whether you're going to leave out here peacefully. He knows whether you're going to leave out here tragically. He knows whether you're going to be an easy birth. He knows whether you're going to be easy child to train or whether you're going to be a hateful child, whether you're going to be a rebellious child, whether you're going to be whatever. He already knows it, right? Curious child, mischievous child is already prepared and the parents are prepared. So you know how... We talk about fathers not being in the home. Well, you know, that was already prepared because the curse was to Eve. 
about the bearing of children. So God had already prepared that. It just went, it's it's a time for it to manifest. There is a thing to every season, a time and a purpose. So the thing that God says, the thing that he says has a season for it to manifest at a certain time, okay, for a certain purpose. Whatever he has purposed it to do, it's going to do it. It's not going to return void. Even if we're falling, he already know why, when, what time is going to happen, the cause, whatever. It is. If if we're going to return, he know how long we're going to be gone. He already know. For the the wayward son, the father was watching. Was he always watching? Don't know. Was he watching at that time because it was the time for that child to return? Because it's all a uh, foreshadowing of what God does for us. So when we're in life, it's prepared. So, okay, say like you go to work on Monday. You prepare. Some people prepare for, for work. How they prepare. They can even prepare through their journey. They can they can prepare their clothes the night before. Whatever the case may be, they can start to get relaxation, the ride to the job, the ride back. So when you're when you're planting something, you may have an idea what you want to plant. You have to get those seeds to plant. And those seeds, even though they don't look like it, when your harvest comes, you're already prepared. If, if you're planting corn, you're already prepared for corn. You're already prepared for carrots. Because you know what? Now, if your seeds are mixed up, at least have some form of idea because I have some mixed up seeds. I'm like, okay, there's going to be some kind of pepper. Some kind of... So if you, if you are pregnant spiritually, naturally, but I'm talking about naturally, some form of way, hopefully you're preparing for the arrival of this child. Some way, hopefully you're preparing for the arrival of this child. Even family members can be preparing for the arrival of that child. So we go through life preparing things. And then there's some of us, I'm just spontaneous. Even in that, you're preparing something. Oh, I'm going to do this. Okay, so your mind has already said, this is what you're going to do. So even you're preparing. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to take a trip today. Still. You got to get in the car or however you're going to travel. It still have some form of thought because that's what a part of preparing is some type of thought that's going into it. That's going into it. So seeds when planted, we are preparing to see. So if you're planting, I don't know why I said this thought muscadine grapes or grapes. When you plant that seed, if you're looking for a tomato, something is really going on there. Unless tomato seeds drop somewhere and you're like, I'm going to plant this. I don't know whether the tomato, I dropped it there. But if you are planting lemons, 
and you're looking for figs, there's some type of comprehension disconnection. Otherwise, you're looking for the lemons to come forth. May take a while. You may be looking every day. Sometimes we plant and we the next day we out there, okay? And then some things push through within, but some things are not. So what comes around those things to choke it before it can grow? God goes through the garden of our hearts. He goes through the gardens of our lives. And he pulls out by the root. Those things, those places, those people that he didn't plant there. He said an enemy has planted this. Matthew 13. Only reason I know that because I went there today. So he says an enemy has planted this. Okay. Um, verse 36, Matthew 13. Then Jesus, the Lord, the word of God, sent the multitude away and went into the house. And his, the word's disciples, came unto the Lord Jesus, the word of God, him, saying, declare unto us the parable of the tears of the field. He, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, answered and said unto them, he that sows the good seed is the son of man. Him. The word. The field is the world. The good seed are the children. The good seed are the children. Of the kingdom. He already know. He already know our core. Because that's what a seed really is. It's the core. He already know the core. We don't know the core. We judge people by the outside. We judge people by what they say. We judge people about, about their parents. We judge people by who they are accompanied with. We judge people by their education. We judge people by their jobs. We judge people by where they look or where they live. We judge people by their color. We judge people by their height. We judge people. We do. But we judge wrong because we're always looking at the surface, the outer. And in a person's words still may be wrong. It, it it may be at that time they're saying something and they they could be preaching their heart out. They could be talking about the Lord and they know at that time that's the conversation they need to have. But the Lord knows the heart. He knows the heart. So he knows the seed. He knows because he knows what's growing in that heart. He knows whether that heart belongs to him. Whether that heart thinks about him. Whether that heart loves him. He knows that. We don't know that. Sometimes he reveals that. And sometimes he don't. Sometimes he don't re reveal those inner nooks and crannies in that heart, in that heart. So it says, the field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. But the tears are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed 
them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, okay? And the reapers, those that's going to gather, are the angels. And therefore, the tears are gathered. The ones that's planted by the devil are gathered and burned in the fire. So shall it be in the end of the world. The son of the son of man shall send forth his angels and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend so it's just like our garden in our hearts the garden of our life god has prepared a thing and everything that don't fit that preparation everything that he didn't place there every door he did not open it's going to change he's going to either close the door he's going to remove those things he's going to remove you from the place he knows, my Lord, he knows the place that he's prepared. And, you know, we can be like, why am I here? Okay, what am I going to do with this place? I don't know anybody. But he's already prepared. He has impaired supernatural and divine encounters, protection, um, healing, deliverance, whatever comes with that movement. If he uproot or transplants us or sets us somewhere there is already a vision for him he already have the vision because he has the master plan he has the blueprint of each life whether it's an beast tree whatever he has the blueprint and so he's already spoken the commandment of each thing he has created and prepared so he already know you know, he knows that we may get homesick. He knows that we we may go into a whatever. He knows whether we're going to search the town and we're going to find. He already knows. It's already prepared. My Lord. It's already prepared. It's already prepared. He already knows. You're going to meet this person on this day or this time for this reason. He already knows you're going to apply for this school. He already know you're going to apply for this job or run it to somebody, have a conversation. You're going to overhear it. And he already knows that it's already prepared. So I've learned to ask for my steps to be ordered each day to walk in his order. But today I learned to pray for the preparation, pray for what he has prepared because it is good everything connected god everything that god is good now it don't the enemy he's still everything god prepared and it's for good even the enemy the enemy is used as a tool to get us to do what we need to do and he has an assignment they now it's just not one main enemy it's his army they all have a depression knows what depression is supposed to do stress knows what stress is supposed to do tears know what tears are supposed to do and so they work they work together they work together they come together to get that job done and so what god has prepared he he has things working together for our good in the name of jesus to get the manifestation of what he has prepared. It's all working together. Hallelujah. So throughout this day, if I look back, I know all these things were working together for me. They're working for my good. As long as I love God, 
and I'm called according to his purpose. If I'm walking according to his purpose, I know it's already done. I know, you know, there may, there are going to be people that I'm going to meet that I don't even know exist. They don't know I exist. They don't know they're going to meet me. I don't know I'm going to meet them. I don't know what thing we're going to have to do. I don't know what purpose. I don't know. And so I'm learning. I'm learning. Even though sometimes it can hurt your heartstrings. People, I'm so used of, since I was a child, people coming in and out. People coming in and out of life. I hated it as, as a child. Sometimes I still, and sometimes I'm like, praise the Lord, glory to God, hallelujah. But to the assignment of my life, that is required. And so it's the same thing for a shepherd, a pastor, a missionary. I can't imagine. I can't imagine because they go places uh, to help prepare the people to get hope, have these relationships with these people as children or whatever. And they may get close to these people. And then there's a time period. They have to leave. They may have been there for three, six, whatever time period. And you 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 get this closeness and establish these relationships. And then you uproot it. And you have, I, I just I couldn't be. I'd just be falling out all the time. But they were prepared for that. If we walk into a call that is does not belong to us, that God did not preordain, we're not prepared for it. But if we walk according to his path on the straight and narrow path, we're prepared for it. We may not know we're prepared for it. Even as we journey and we go into these things, it's still preparing us for something coming up the road. Still preparing us. Lord, have mercy. Still preparing us, though. Still preparing us. Those tears you cried last year was preparing you. So when you see that thing again, you already know what it is. You already know what it is. So it's preparing. It is preparing. All that study time was preparing. All that uh, auditioning was preparing. Mm-hmm. Practice, exercise, it's all preparing. It is all preparing. We have to allow our minds to be renewed during the preparing process. Because when the seed go on the ground... It doesn't look like cabbage. It doesn't, I don't know where the cabbage, yeah. It doesn't look like cabbage or it doesn't look like tomatoes. So we can't curse what we just planted and and be like, oh, it's not, well, I'm just going to do whatever to the ground now because it's not, because it has a process in a due season. I remember 20... 14, if you told me due season one more time, but it has a due season. So it it we have to know what is planted by God and what is planted by the enemy. Because we have to know the attributes. We have to know the attributes of it. Verse 24 of Matthew 13, another parable put forth he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened to a man which sowed good seed in his field. So he knew what he was expecting because he knew what he had prepared. Okay. But while men slept, his enemy 
my Lord came. <laughs> Gotta love God. His enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat. So we can be on our journey, right? And tears are sown there. So we have to be able, I'm, I'm learning to look for God's attributes, even in people. Look for his attributes. And when I see certain things, I'm going to the Lord about it. Now, Lord, I know, but because it could not, it may not appear yet what kind of seed this is. It may be in the process of just going in the ground. This person may be in the process of just learning who God is. This person may be in the process of just learning they're in Christ. So I have to look at the process and I have to ask the Lord because me seeing it with my natural eyes, things that are spiritual, I'm never going to see it. Spiritual, deep, deep calls to deep. So we have to look, we have to look spiritually, talk to the Lord so we can see. And when we study him and we study his mind, we can also see his attributes. We can see it. We don't know all, but we can see some. There has to be something because the Holy Spirit is our unctioner. So the Holy Spirit knows the spirit. God knows the mind of the spirit. The Holy Spirit talks, communes with God and those that are of God. Commune, we commune one to another, even through spirit. So the Holy Spirit, no, mm -mm, that's not me right there. That's not me and that person. Or that is me and that person, but it's covered under stuff. They're still walking in their pain. They're still walking in doubt. They're still walking in unforgiveness. They're still walking in hatred. They're still walking. Mm -hmm. They're still walking in the flesh. They're still walking fleshly because they haven't come into their own yet. They haven't come into their right mind yet. But this is a child of God. So we have to go to the Lord because he know what he has prepared. It says, but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat, among the children of God, and went his way. The way he always go, a troubled path, okay? It says, but when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tears, because it's not going to bring forth no fruit. Tear is not going to bring forth no fruit. Mm -mm. You know a tree by its fruit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it says, so the servants of the householder came and said unto him, sir, did not you sow good seed in the field from whence then have these tears? Because see, they're his servants. So they know what that looks like. They're his servants. So they know what that looks like. Now, this ain't, this not servants of God right here. These are not good seed. He said unto them, an enemy have done this. The servants said unto him, will you, is it your will? Will you then that we go, the reapers, that we go and gather them up? But he said, nay, 
lest or otherwise, while you gather up the tears, you root up also the wheat with them. Because that wheat may not look like it's wheat yet. But God knows what he's prepared. He know he prepared wheat. And we looking like, mm. but it may be taking this time to grow. But the core of that seed is still wheat. The core of that seed is still, we might want to be in the club, but the core is, mm -mm, you got to be in the house of God. We might want to drink and be drunk, but your core is sober. Mm -hmm. We might want to uncover our bodies so people can see our breast, our butt, and see how, oh, we got all of this. But your core is to be virtuous, holy. Yeah. And eventually, the core, stirring up that, that gift and that, that fruit, is going to produce what God said because he know what he prepared. So, stripper today, whatever God says for you tomorrow. Drug dealer today, pastor tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Drug addict today, missionary tomorrow. He know what he planted. Mm -hmm. Whoremongerer today. Speak life tomorrow. He knows what he planted. He knows what he planted. And it's going to come forth because he prepared it. As I close with this, Isaiah 64, mm -hmm. verse 1. Oh, that you would rend the heavens, that you would come down, that the mountain might flow down at your presence. And when the melting fire burns, the fire causes waters to boil, to make your name known. He knows what's in our heart because we become not shamed of the gospel. He knows we're going to speak what's in our heart. So if that seed never speak anything about Jesus, because Jesus is not in that seed. Jesus created that seed. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesus is in seed, but the seed is not in Jesus. It says to thine adversary. Okay. And when the melting fire burns, the fire causes the waters to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, that nations may tremble at the Lord's presence. I'm in Isaiah 64, verse 3. When you, Lord, did trouble things which we look not for, you, Lord, came down. The mountains flowed down at the Lord's presence. For since the beginning, since the word, he's the beginning and the end. Since the beginning of the world, since the word of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear. Neither have the eyes seen. O oh God, 
besides you, Lord, what you, Lord, have prepared for him that waits for him. Prepare for him that waits for the Lord. You, Lord, meets him that rejoices in works righteousness. Those that remember you, Lord, in the Lord's ways. Behold, um, behold, you, Lord, are wrath, for we have sinned in those is continuance, and we shall be saved. But we are all as an unclean thing and all our righteousness are as filthy rags and we do all fade as a leaf and our inequities like the wind have taken us away it says um verse 2 second peter 1 grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of god this is how when we start as a seed, we become a produce of him because of the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, prudence, and equity, and discretion poured into us like water. Poured into, we either hear the plant or the water, right? Poured into us. The water, the word of God is our water. He is the living water. Pour into us all those things of God's attributes and what he prepared. He's pouring it in. He's poured it in our heart. We start to declare a thing. We start to pray. We start to ask for these things. And because and, it's being poured into us when we study, when we read, when we hear the word is being poured into us. But remember the tear. So things of the world is, is also being poured into us. So we have to decide what we're going to drink, what we're going to eat. And we're going to drink the things of God. We're going to eat the things of God. Because when we try to do both, we're confused. And this is how you can hear the word, but you doubt it. Or you don't believe it. Because the world is pouring in more than we're receiving the word. It says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. The knowledge of the word too according to the Lord's divine power, have given unto us all things. It's already prepared for us. All things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge, through the knowledge of God. We have to get to know him. And that knowledge, once we get that knowledge, we can identify his attributes. Once we get that knowledge, we can call those things into us. We can, instead of depression, instead of saying you're a de depressed person, I'm a peaceful person. I'm a child of God. And those attributes will be added on because it's already prepared for us to look like Christ. It's already prepared for us to walk like Christ. It's, it's already prepared for us to call on his name on this side, to bend our knees and to confess with our tongue that Jesus is Lord. It's already prepared for us to do that. There's already a thing going to cause us to do that. Whether it's death, whether it's facing death, whether it's disease, whether it's sickness, there's already a thing prepared for us to cry out to the Lord. Whatever time he's prepared what, for the purpose of the kingdom, we are help meet for the women to help meet the purpose of God. Okay? So your marriage is prepared, but a lot of times we're getting to these, we, we join ourselves for things that are not prepared by God. And it's a tear, it it's a weed 
It has to get uprooted out of our life. And it hurts. It hurts because a lot of times it's intertangled in our heart. And they got to get uprooted. Okay. It says, according, um, according to his divine power, has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of the Lord that called us to glory and virtue, whereby by his divine power, by all these things that pertain to our life and godliness, we are given, given unto us exceeding, so beyond great, beyond great, exceeding great and precious promises that by these, these great and precious promises, you might be a partaker of his divine nature. Partaking his divine, because we want the knowledge of him. It says having escaped or being saved, okay? Um, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Besides this, given all diligence, add to your faith. This is how we grow to become that flower and that tree. It says, add to your faith virtue. We need virtue. And to virtue, knowledge. We need the knowledge. And to knowledge, temperance. We need self-control. And to temperance, patience. We need to long suffer. And to patience, godliness. This produces these, all of these seeds and growth produces these things. And godliness, brotherly kindness. Because when we have godliness in us, it makes us love. And be kind to one another. Okay. As the children of God. Fitly joined together. So we cutting down. Each other trees. Or we cutting down a tree. Because we feel threatened. That's not God. That's not God in the heart. That's We still not looking like him yet. Okay. It says. Um, brotherly kindness. To brotherly kindness charity. And if these things be in you. As that seed, pour that water, pour it in, and abound, grow, okay? They make you. We cannot say we're children of God and nothing is making us do anything. The Holy Spirit makes you. These things make you that you shall neither be barren, unfruitful, ungood, not producing good fruit, and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. I was in 2 Peter 1, starting in verse 1. I have the most blessed weekend and evening. Worship God. That frees us. That let us push through the dirt and see the light. In Jesus' name, peace.